What happens when the lead debater in the online streaming space, Destiny, sits down with one of the leading voices in the pro-life movement and they get another shot at debating the question of unborn little ones being deleted and the pro-life position. That is exactly what happened. And it happened on the Whatever Podcast, which went substantially better than the last time this was debated uh, with my friend Lila Rose and another lady that, let's just say, eh, she didn't do the best job of uh, being sensible and reasonable in the way she was communicating. Trent Horn did a much better job. And so we are going to be looking at just some of the highlights from this conversation. And we're going to start with the first one with Trent Horn walking destiny down the logical conclusions of his position. Now, if you didn't know, I also had the same conversation with destiny on no jumper. Okay. And we've been meaning to figure out another time to get together and have some of these conversations. All right. But, um, let's, uh, let's jump into this conversation. Cause I think Trent Horn did a masterful job. Trent Horn, if you didn't know, is one of the most, is one of the leading Catholic apologists. I've had him on the channel before. Uh, I love Trent Horn's work on these topics, though. I do not endorse all of his theology. Uh, and you could see us argue about his Catholic theology in areas we disagree on on my channel and uh, on, actually on the Bless God channel. So check this out. That doesn't take away from the objective thing. Let's go back. I want to make this is. It's a, I understand we can't go back, I, but these. I think these parts are pretty important because it's going to inform a lot of. Okay, this. let's let's yeah. put a pin in it because I want to. I want to talk about your view about because I think. Okay. When it comes, I think here's what I, I think honestly happens in mm -hmm. these. It doesn't have to just be question. Give me any moral dispute. Sure. We'll say is all right. Here's moral issue X. Mm -hmm. You have your view. I have my view. And we critique, and a lot of the ways we critique each other's views is your view leads to these crazy consequences. Yeah, but your view leads to crazy consequences. So then we, then we kind of say, okay, whose view leads to kind of less crazy consequences? And that's maybe the more reasonable view mm -hmm. we all told. I think that happens a lot in moral discourse. Yeah. So I want it, so your view then would be this. And then I'll talk about the consequences and I'll talk about just the overall, what I think is wrong with the view. Mm -hmm. That a person exists when you lose the immediate ability to be conscious. I guess when you permanently lose it, like if you're in a persistent vegetative state permanently, you're no longer a person. When you lose consciousness, you, you're not a person anymore. When you lose it permanently. So you start to be a person when you gain it. Prior to 20 weeks, there is no person. There's no one there with a right to life in the fetus. Mm -hmm. Correct? Your view? So I have a few questions then. Would it be wrong to cause a healthy fetus to become permanently unconscious? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, our train horn is... Treadhorn is a savage. And by the way, he kept his cool this entire debate. The comments were overwhelmingly celebrating how uh, uh, poised he was in this conversation. All right. And we're not going to look at all of it because it's very long. I'm just showing you guys some of the highlights. And this is him walking destiny down to logical conclusions. Uh, so would it be wrong to cause this permanent unconsciousness to use? Let's say you could keep growing the fetus into an older uh, body to use it for organ harvesting, maybe as a kind of doll even. Uh, as long as it never became conscious or didn't have the faculty? Never became conscious. Correct. Okay. Related question, but we'll circle back soon. Uh, what are your thoughts on fake child using AI or virtual images? Oh, fake child pornography. I'm not going to have a strong opinion on the on the action itself. It's going to be consequential in nature in terms of like what are the impacts of doing it. So say you create a bunch and people stop actually abusing children, I'd probably be in favor of it. Um, say you create a bunch and it leads to an increased harm of children, I'd probably oppose to you it. Don't, you have a practical objection, not an in-principle objection. No, there wouldn't be like a no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. so that made no sense. Oh, no, 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 Yeah, no, 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 no. We, we, even if it's AI, no, you can't, you can't, you can't have that. You can't have fake, yuck, yuck. So then it circles back. So let's say we had people. The thing, the thing that, the thing about Destiny that's interesting is that at least he'll be consistent and he'll say something like that, right? Like he'll be like, he'll be like, yeah, no, 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 I'm okay. Like, ah, no. 
people who took fetuses, made them permanently unconscious, and made them infant, toddler, or child dolls. So we have, you know, so we have unconscious infants and toddlers. They were never conscious. They're used as child dolls. Uh, your only objection to that practice would be if it caused more, among other conscious Correction. Children. Yeah, because I would say there's no, no person is being harmed there. Okay. So child dolls. Uh, could be on the table. You guys see what he's saying? So he's saying because this child, this 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 human, that's what it is, is unconscious, that no harm is being there because you're not a person unless you have consciousness. Uh, could be on the table. Okay. Kind of. Although I would fight the framing of this because child is intuition pumping the idea that it's a fully formed, developed human, and I would never call a brainless thing Fine. a child. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. So then I would say human, uh, human, a human, human body lacking a brain. I would say you can do whatever you want with a it. A biological. No. Logical human organism uh, that proceeds through the child stages sure. that is never conscious. Sure. There we go. All right. Um, would it be wrong to kill a newborn who has never been conscious? Um, assuming it lacked the ability to be conscious, sure. It's not. Or you can you can kill it. There's nothing to kill. You can end the existence of whatever that is. Yes. Darkness. Well, suppose it didn't permanently lack the ability. If we gave it um, drugs or something like that. Uh, or it, maybe it'll naturally come out of it in a few months. When you say come out of it, um, we start to get into an area where you're like kind of um, disintegrating my concept of consciousness. So I consider conscious experience to be an emergent property of the underlying structures of the brain communicating with each other. So if you're telling me, what if you had all the underlying structures, but you didn't have that conscious experience? It's a really hard one for me to conceptualize. Let's just say guess. the structures still have to develop, I guess. Sure, then it's an undeveloped. Yeah, then I would say it's free game for whatever. Yeah. For example, I think this came up a little bit in your dialogue with Lila. You have an anencephalic child who doesn't have an upper brain, mm -hmm. someone like Jackson Buell. Yeah. Uh, people can look that up online. Uh, doctors said he'll probably die. Most anencephalic children, the upper brain uh, does not develop. So you just, the neural tube fails to close. So you just have a lower brain. Mm -hmm. And Jackson lived to be about five. Uh, now, his parents claimed that he did exhibit signs of consciousness. Some other people might debate that. I don't know. But you would say that if he, if a newborn didn't, you know, never develop consciousness, I mean, I guess it's like a fetus and never developed it. The structures haven't developed yet in the brain. Wow. You guys see what he did there with the corner that he backed him into? I know. I, I wonder how De I, De I got to reach out to Destiny and see how he felt about this debate because this is pretty. It's pretty brutal when you when you just take him down to the conclusions of this idea that personhood only begins when there's consciousness. That a, that that a human only has rights when it's conscious. When 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 it, when it is conscious. When it has consciousness. That's a very very slippery slope. Here's one that'd be interesting. Um, suppose we had a that could uh so take the anencephaly case uh normally if you don't grow your upper, if your brain consciousness doesn't develop it's never going to develop suppose we had a in the future that could allow an anencephalic fetus to develop consciousness but if we don't give it the it'll never be conscious does that human fetus that human being biological human being would they have a right to that treatment um i don't think they would have any rights yet because rights i would say are only afforded to persons okay. fetuses are afforded any rights so no it would not have a right to it no. so even if we had a newborn Correct. who could be conscious if we gave them medicine mm -hmm. they don't have any kind of right to that treatment no yeah. and i guess the although again i would fight i would fight on the optics frame because when you say newborn we're intuition pumping a normal healthy nine-month fetus that's now delivered but i would fight that whatever you're describing a, is a very inhuman a new, a new mm -hmm. well it is a newly born human being that has a brain injury or a lack of parts of a brain and you could and you could heal that parts of a brain with a hypothetical as a has it is a newly born human being with a congenital cerebral defect okay and we could give this human being medication for them to have a normal and healthy life but you're saying this human being would have no right to it and i guess their parents 
couldn't wouldn't have a right to say this child ought to be treated any more than somebody who has a dog that's injured would have a right to similar treatment. I mean, they, I mean, the, I mean, you have a right to treat your animals, right? But well, the question of whether we as a human society will treat this infant will be as similar. In like, is there some moral compulsion, like a healthcare system to provide right. emergency services or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I would say no. Okay. So not provide no duty to provide medical care to newly born human beings who have a, a brain defect. Darkness. Here's the thing about this, man. It, 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 as enlightened and tolerant and progressive as folks who are in this camp want to make themselves out to be, when you get down to the crux of these issues and, 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 and the real crux of like one is a cutoff, which you're really getting to uh, from specifically Destiny's position, is something isn't a person or, 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 or has rights of a person unless they have consciousness. And so what Trenhorn is doing is just showing the utter lunacy of what this means, of how outlandish this position is, that unless something has consciousness, therefore it's not a person, therefore it doesn't have rights. Kind of, although again, I'm going to fight because when you say newly born human beings, your intuition pumping okay. a, a normal healthy... What do, you mean, what do you mean by intuition? When pumping? I say intuition pump, what I mean is it's like, would you, do you think it's okay to a person that doesn't oh my gosh. have a brain? And then if I say, well, I guess it's, a, it's not barely a person, you're like, okay, so you're, it's okay to people with brain injuries, I would fight. I would say, well, when you say people or person, the intuition is when somebody thinks of a person, they think of like a normal, healthy, functioning person. And then you're plugging in like all of the normative baggage of raping somebody, which is ordinarily we would all agree is an unethical thing to do to a person. Or, so, I, mm, sure. yeah. or I could be in describing it accurately, a newly born human being, because human being is a biological category. Mm -hmm. Most people have a deep intuition that newly born human beings are persons, even though exactly. they don't. Where does that intuition come from though? God! It comes from the, a moral sense that we have, uh, the same sense we have that people are persons regardless of their skin color. No, example. I disagree. I think it probably comes from us seeing human beings that are born and the vast majority oh, no. of them being healthy, right? I, I, if it was the case that only 5% of human beings that were born, you know, come out with fully functioning brains, that intuition could be markedly different. Okay. So that's the only reason why I fight on the newborn child with a brain injury. We're talking about an exceptional, kind of like when pro, um, but like when pro-choice people argue about, um, like, a to save the life of the mother and like shouldn't this be legal pro-lifers will usually point out well that's an exceptional circumstance a very rare case of abortion right. i would argue that whatever you're talking about would be a point zero 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 one percent that's a very rare i don't even know if these types of brain injuries exist when people are born except for like the hydrocephalus or an injury. well anencephaly is a real condition mm -hmm. what i'm talking about is a hypothetical example of we develop medicine to treat it sure. and that's not as far-fetched as a brain transplant or a teleporter right. i mean 150 years ago a hip replacement would be science fiction and now we can do that. That so, is true, but I don't know if we've made any progress in terms of like brain regrowth or transplants or, but I mean, who's to say it could happen in the future? Sure. Right. I do have a concern. Like when you say I am intuition pumping, I agree with you. People can have misleading examples. I'm trying to keep the language very clear here, mm -hmm. but I would say the way you use the term makes it sound like intuition pumps are bad. That's not traditionally how the term is used. Yeah, because we are pointing to the reality that we all intrinsically know, Christian, non-Christian, left, right, that if you leave that human, that developing human alone in there, if you leave it in there and you don't go in and rip them out or give the mother something to, to, to force a miscarriage, that if you leave them in there, that is going to grow to a fully functioning, conscious human. We know that. That's not intuition pumping. That We just intrinsically know that. And we know that humans should have rights unless you've seared your conscience to the point where you're trying to create these irrational, incoherent arguments, and then all that's left to do is just, well, just let destiny come and speak out his own logical conclusions, right? He did this in our conversation where I said, hey, if you can go back, you were pro-life when your son was born. If you had the same views you have now, 11 years ago, would you have aborted your kid? And he said, yes. This is the lunacy of the, con of the, 
of the of of of, of like wanting to be consistent because the reality is when you're consistent you sound insane and when you're or the alternative is you're not consistent and it's just arbitrary a mother gets to decide if that's a human person with rights or if that's a lump of cells that's very 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 subjective by the way these are the same people that also decide if a person can identify with a gender that they weren't assigned at birth quote unquote and therefore what you feel on the inside determines how everyone else on the outside has to engage with you it's 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 incoherent from one standpoint, and if you're trying to be consistent and coherent, this is how you end up sounding. And, and, and all respect to Destiny, I think he's a brilliant debater. There's, there's tons of issues I agree with him on. Whenever he's talking about the red pill, uh, that kind of stuff, I, I agree with him on. But this is some pretty wonky stuff that uh, that he's he's uh, he's allowing himself to be backed into these corners in the name of being consistent. So, okay, so here is the conversation of fetal alcohol. Syndrome. Let's say a woman's diagnosed with fetal alcohol syndrome, and the, the, this human being has. Wait, you know, can you clarify? Like, sorry, the woman. Yeah, the, the, not the woman. The the, the, the child. The yeah. human fetus has fetal alcohol syndrome. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, is she morally obligated to that fetus and start over? Um, is the fetus past twenty weeks? No. Is she morally obligated to abort a pre twenty week fetus, knowing if she does nothing, a human being under your view with fetal alcohol syndrome will come into existence? I love I, the, the silence is deafening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm. I would lean towards. No. Why? But it would be close because I don't know under what circumstances would you be morally obligated to terminate a pre... I don't think that's a level of harm that justifies it. Like, for instance, if a child was to be born with any number, maybe it could have uh, Huntington's disease or a Tay-Sachs, anything else, would we morally obligate people to abort or Down syndrome or any kind of... I don't know if you could morally obligate people to abort things. I think that's... I think it gets into a weird... Right. But do you think it's wrong for someone to... Is it wrong for someone to drink the excess because they don't care if the fetus gets fetal alcohol syndrome? Yes then what's the difference if that's wrong why wouldn't it be wrong to refuse to abort that child human being i mean you can do future harm to something and it's wrong but that doesn't necessarily mean that that thing uh, has to be terminated like i think these two things are disconnected right but i'm saying that in both cases the end result is the same you do something and it causes a being with a disability to come into existence mm -hmm. uh and you're saying well yeah it's it's wrong to drink well i guess we say here is it wrong to cause a fetus to have fetal alcohol syndrome if you're planning to get into at 12 weeks anyways no. okay so it's, it sounds like there. So it's okay to potentially give a fetus, which by the way, the word fetus just means little unborn baby. It's okay to drive it to get fetal alcohol syndrome if you're planning in the future to terminate that fetus. Darkness. Darkness. But if you're going to carry that fetus past 20 weeks, then it is wrong. That. That'd be to make through the piano analogy. Is it wrong to put a piano in a building for it to fall over in three days if you don't think a person is going to be underneath the building? No. It's well, wrong to put a piano over the building. How about that? This is a goofy illustration. I don't get the point. Is it put a piano over? No, no, just don't put the piano over the freaking stupid building. It's wrong. Give you so with the piano analogy. Suppose you have the piano. The only way to keep it from hitting Bob mm -hmm. is to cut the wire early so it drops on Bob's shopping cart. Yeah, Bob's a homeless man, pushes shopping cart around. Mm -hmm. So it's either going to destroy because that's more like pregnancy. Then the piano is either going to destroy, harm Bob the person, or harm the non-person the shopping cart. Mm -hmm. It seems like you only have two choices there. Would you say there you're obligated to destroy the shopping cart? Um, where does the obligation to destroy the shopping cart from come from? I don't understand that part. Bob is pushing. <laughs> He's mm -hmm. pushing his shopping cart, and you hung that. Well, no, here, well, here we. Dude, Trent, Trent Horn is brilliant, man. I'm telling you, if you've never sat, sat with Trent Horn on these sorts of conversations, he he's he is very very sharp. Can I, even without the analogy, okay? And by the way, he did his whole debate without ever referencing God or the Bible, which I think is even more uh, impressive. 
following you on the fetal alcohol thing, we can agree that it's wrong for, I think we both agree, it would be wrong to cause harm to a future person by drinking alcohol while you're pregnant. But we let's both say the, that, right? the only alternative, mm -hmm. I'm using the piano example. Yeah. We, I want to still, we can still keep with it. Okay. If in the piano, because you seem pretty clear here, if in the piano example, we only have two choices. We do nothing and it injures Bob, mm -hmm. or we do something and it destroys Bob's shopping cart. Mm -hmm. You seem pretty confident we should injure the non-person. Correct. And yet you don't feel that way where a woman who has fetal alcohol syndrome, she has two choices. She does nothing, baby is born, has FAS, so, or you do something and the pre-viable fetus is destroyed. Yeah, okay, maybe we're off. The, the part of your analogy that's, um, or the, the part of the hypothetical game that's challenging is to force her to do something. So let's say it was the case that a woman was drinking and yeah. then she gets a pregnancy and she's like, oh, sh I'm pregnant yeah. and I'm 16 weeks pregnant. Yes. And she's like, I'm gonna have a because I don't want to harm a future person. Right. I think that's totally fine. The question is you originally posted was, should we obligate her to have an at 16 weeks. That gets a lot harder, I think. Should, we, the, should we obligate destroying the cart instead of hurting Bob? That's the thing. Though. It's destroying the cart versus hurting Bob. Like fetal alcohol syndrome is often not like lethal. It's not like the life is completely. Let's say it's a, it's a light piano that's going to cause <laughs> damage. Uh-huh. It's still gonna, it's gonna make Bob messed up for a while when it hits him in the head. I don't know if you can obligate, because at that point then, shouldn't you obligate the termination of any fetus that might have certain types of conditions? Yep. I'm using the word eugenics. That's, that's where he's going. That's exactly where he's going. Because guess what? There's a, there's, there's a movement, believe it or not, that folks are getting these genetic markers tested ahead of time and so that you know that you have a baby with a disability and they're giving people the option to terminate them ahead of time. That, that, that's exactly what Trent Horn's going with that. Well, not under, and once again, I'm trying to tease out mm -hmm. your view because under your view, it is impossible to harm a fetus prior to 20 weeks. It is, but there is a harm to the mother and to the autonomy of the mother if you force her to have an Like, there is a harm. <laughs> there's harm. He just admitted that there's harm, that there is harm to the mother when you have this termination of a baby. Right? He just admitted that. So we're acknowledging that this procedure is harmful to the mother. Even if she makes the choice, it's still harmful to the mother. Harm in losing a future person. Much the same that if I steal $10,000 from somebody, in 30 years, it might have been $100,000. The difference is when I take that $10,000, I'm not taking $100,000. Much the same that I could deprive somebody of a future person, and they could actually experience a deprivation of the future person. But killing somebody's 16-week fetus is not the same as killing their two-year-old two years later. That's but it would have turned into a two-year-old fetus. And that $100,000 left in a basic S&P 500 would have over time eventually occurred to $100,000. So it's still wrong. That's the whole point. Whether you're stealing $10,000 from somebody or stealing $100,000 from somebody because of the opportunity cost, it's still the same thing. It's the difference. Right. But I would say that we force people like parents all the time to do or not do certain things so that their children don't come to harm. That's right. Uh, you know, we, we restrict mm -hmm. uh, even, even things like secondhand smoke, for example, That's right. in really restricted situations with a child. That's right. I think parents get obligated all the time. But. That's right. Sure. But we would never say that like a child exposed to heavy secondhand smoke, mm -hmm. should we kill him before he has lung cancer or something, right? We would never make that. Now, my view, of course, is that anybody with a disease or, or a genetic defect or a condition, we should help that person. We shouldn't kill them, regardless of their stage of development. Okay. All right. Woo! Okay, this is this is good. I'm telling you guys, go watch this whole thing. If you're one of those pro-choice light people or one of these pro-life light people, go watch this full conversation because I think it's really, it's really good. Hey, this is a segment from our daily after-party stream. Consider partnering with us online for as little as five dollars a month to get access to these daily after-party streams completely unedited. You'll also get access to our podcast as they are streamed live into the community before anyone else gets to see them, get to interact with our guests, get access to our private Discord server, and a discount code for our store for as little as $5 a month. Ultimately, that will help towards helping us continue contextualizing the gospel using media and podcast here on YouTube. All right, I'll see you over there. Peace.